0: Annie Chapman, also known as Dark Annie, or Sivvy, did most of her prostituting in and around the lodging house at 29 Hanbury Street, which she shared with seventeen other lodgers. The house itself, and many like it in the vicinity, had been constructed for the Spitalfields weavers, but when steam power had replaced the looms, most had been converted to common lodging houses. This one had a yard out back, which a number of the working women and their clients used for sexual activity. At forty-five, Dark Annie was a corpulent woman barely five feet tall. She had short, wavy brunette hair, sleepy blue eyes, a nose on the thick side, and was missing two bottom teeth. For the past four years she had been on her own, abandoning a husband from whom she had been receiving a weekly allowance of ten shillings prior to his death eighteen months ago, and two children, one a cripple. Part of that time had been spent living with a man who made iron sieves. For this reason, she called herself Siby. On this particular day of September 7th, Dark Annie tussled with another prostitute at a public house called The Ranch over a bar of soap Dark Annie had borrowed from the other woman a week earlier but had refused to return. Both women were intoxicated. In the end, it was Dark Annie who proved to have the upper hand, vauntingly telling the other, "'Consider yourself fortunate I didn't go further.' By nightfall, Annie Chapman found herself both inebriated and without money for a bed at the lodging-house. "'You can trust me for the money,' she pleaded desperately to the keeper, who was in no mood to listen. "'I expect by now, Annie, you know the rules,' he told her bluntly. "'You cannot stay without paying.' Her brow bunched in deep burrows, and she stated emphatically, Though not to rent out my bed. I'll get you the money. When Dark Annie left the lodging house, she had every intention of returning. With her long, black ulster pulled close to her body, she noticed the briskness of the night. A smoky fog had begun to roll in, settling on everything in its path. I must pull myself together, Dark Annie thought with purposefulness, while fighting a losing battle against the effects of the alcohol. Otherwise, I shall have no lodging. She had taken the back door out and was in the yard when a man approached her. Hello, he said in a calm, accented voice. She could not make him out very clearly, except that he was bearded and quite tall. Hello, she returned with enthusiasm. I have money, he told her, almost as if he knew her greatest need at the moment. And without even having to leave the yard, She suddenly felt as if her luck was about to change. Is back here all right? she asked, hopefully. Yes, he said. What could be better? A smile spread cheerfully across her face. She would have that bed after all this night. She led him further away from the house, towards a set of neatly trimmed bushes and grass. What's your name? she asked, just for effect. The truth was, one name was no more meaningful to her than the next. Jack, he said succinctly. She detected a certain ring in his voice that suggested a wicked nature. It occurred to her that under other circumstances this was not a man to trust. But what choice did she have on this foggy night? Beneath straight brows, his eyes were hard as rocks. He gazed intently at the whore, sensing her hesitation. But it was far too late for second thoughts, for she had given herself to him and he had every intention of claiming her miserable life. He removed the knife from his overcoat and lifted it perpendicular to her left jaw. She saw it at the last possible moment before he brought it down with brutal force and determination across her throat. Almost as a reflex action, she managed to rake jagged fingernails across the side of his face, taking skin and drawing blood. He bit down on his lip in excruciating pain, but did not make a sound. He caught the whore before she hit the ground, setting her down slowly, quietly. He ignored his own injury and proceeded to carry on with his mission. After all, there was precious little time and much yet to do to her this night.